Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. This coming weekend. No, sorry, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> tonight. Tonight. This, this weekend, weekend. Right, th- right now. This weekend. Tonight. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Impact Wrestling is Against All Odds. The Phil Collins homage pay-per-view, which is pretty exciting. And uh, we're going to be doing that 5 Pacific. We're going to be doing a watch-along of that, I should say, at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. This is a a cool one because it's like if you're an ultimate insider, I think it's like $5 a month is the the channel membership that you need. I think so. Or 10, uh, whatever. For Impact. Yeah, it's the ultimate insider. But you get this this show with 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 your membership free gratis, so. Right, and I think also if you are an Impact Wrestling Impact Plus member, you get the you don't have to pay anything more. And I think on Fight it's only like ten bucks. Yeah. So they do these like every other month pay per views mm-hmm. in between their big pay per views where you know, you just plunk down a little bit, you get to sample the 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 product their pay per views, and you get a bunch of you realize hey Impact's pretty fun. Impact is um, pretty fun. So uh, so it's a it's a pretty low entry fee if you want to watch along or if you just want to hang out with us. It's free gratis here at the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, it's the first event in the July predictions uh, uh, thing for that guy over there, Big Red. And then, of course, Money in the Bank is the second one on Saturday. We're going to be doing, of course, live watch along 
of that as well mm-hmm. on the Twitch, followed by our recap. No recap for Impact. No, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that on the Monday show. We are going to talk about No, we about won't because there is no Monday show because it's 4th of July and we ain't working on the 4th. You got that right, buddy. We're going to be blowing things up with fireworks. Yeah, I got some fireworks um, yesterday. We're going to be talking. We'll talk about that, I guess, on Tuesday in a jam-packed show. Yeah. Might be a, so, our first ever two-hour show, the way things are going. I know, right? So we're going to talk about, uh, we are going to talk about today our predictions for against all odds or unofficial predictions. We're going to talk about uh, NXT UK also, because that's a fun show. Uh, we're going to talk about the contract status of a very, very popular NXT wrestler. Might be coming due soon. Uh, and then, of course, John Cena's status for SummerSlam. Also, some very interesting backstage details on the original plans for Forbidden Door. Pretty big deal there. But first, we're going to get this one just out of the way. <laughs> we're just going to get it out of the way. All right. We're going to talk about Logan Paul. Yeah. Get that out of the way. Yeah. It's, it's news. It's news. It is he's news. a big deal. I mean, he's, 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 he's a huge deal on the YouTube. He's done some of the boxing stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, so WWE and Logan Paul announced Thursday, yesterday, that Logan had signed a new contract with the company. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, while the Miz was teasing another tag match on Raw with Paul at SummerSlam, Logan let it be known uh, in a video released by WWE after he put pen to paper on this new deal that he has no plans to reform his team with the Miz. What he said, quote, this is a massive deal, but let's get one thing straight because I don't want to get this twisted. I did not sign this contract to team up with the Miz. In fact, I want nothing to do with the Miz. That man is dead to me. He is my enemy. And I signed this contract so I can beat the Miz's ass at SummerSlam. Let's go. Whoa. Uh, Ariel Hilwani reported on Twitter that, quote, Logan Paul has signed a deal with WB uh, per sources. It's a multi-year deal to compete at multiple events per year. No return date set but could be next month at SummerSlam. Miz would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's totally going to happen. It's going to be Miz versus Logan at, at SummerSlam. Logan Paul goes over. Now, don't get Six me wrong. Six confidence points. I'm, yeah, yeah, high confidence points on Logan Paul. Um, I, I, I'm not a fan of his outside the WWE. When he does show up, he's a damn good sports entertainer. He really is from everything, from his presentation. I mean, all three aspects – of uh, of being good, he's obviously put a lot of work into his in ring stuff. Uh, his 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 look. He's got the the million dollar Pokemon card or whatever it is. Uh, and uh, and yeah, he he's comfortable on the mic. He's a good sports entertainer. Here's the thing, though. I think Melsa reported this that he that part of this deal is like him getting a baby face push. Mm-hmm. He seems such a natural heel, though. He does. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't do look. He's he's only going to be there a couple times a year, which is why this is kind of like a non-story. You know, I think honestly, I kind of feel like this contract is. I mean, it's just it's just so they can do the picture. It's just yeah. so they can I mean, do the press the release, so he can do yeah. the point and stuff. Right he was there, Ex- yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like they could have easily just gone about a business as normal, and we get the same amount of Logan Paul. Maybe this just commits him to a couple dates as opposed to just doing. I mean, I don't I don't think AEW would have. I don't know. Maybe AEW would have wanted him. Who knows? Mm. But uh, but yeah, Logan Paul. Whatever. He's he's every time I think about it, it used to be I was like oh, I don't want to see this guy. But then every time he'd show up, I just have to admit to myself, hey, he's entertaining. You know what are you gonna do? Now you look um, forward to his presence on WWE television. I don't know about that, but I don't groan when he shows up. 
You know, yeah. I mean, there's some no, people I, I just groan when people show up with him. I'm like, you know what? He's kind of funny. Um, and he gives a skull crushing finale better than Miz. <laughs> he yeah, gave he one. To, maybe I don't know. Maybe it was Ray just selling. I don't know. But he gave that one to, to I think it was Ray Mysterio. <laughs> it was it was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Logan Paul. If you love him, if you hate him, whatever, he's going to be in the WWE now. Uh, yep. Let's talk about this because this is very interesting. I really, this was really fascinating stuff. So, uh, it has to do with uh, uh, scrapped plans for Forbidden Door. So, in the latest, of course, there was probably many given the the plethora of injuries. Yeah. But in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer revealed that the original plan for the Young Bucks were much different at Forbidden Door than originally planned. He said this: Gato's original idea was for the Young Bucks to win the IWGP Tag Titles on the show and make it AEW versus IWGP tag title. So in that case, it would have been the United Empire putting him up against the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was changed, he continues. And the Young Bucks were on board with that change. There is now a natural push for Young Bucks versus FTR with four sets of belts at stake and being pushed as a unique match in wrestling history and could logically be billed as the biggest tag team championship match in history for that reason. What's interesting about that is, number one, I love the fact that the Young Bucks would be behind FTR getting mm-hmm. that push and then mm-hmm. doing the big show. It also lends the uh, lends credence to the idea that now we have an interim champion. You've mentioned before that you're like, hey, All Out could see the main event, the main event, event, all event of All Out yeah. uh, be for all those tag titles. They've always been big on tag teams. They are loaded with tag teams. Yep. Um, but what's also interesting, if this is true, is the the idea that the AAA tag titles would be involved. Now, Young Bucks have done plenty of work in AAA. They're former t- uh, AAA tag champs themselves. They are, absolutely. Um, it is just interesting that certain political things backstage, uh, uh, New Japan's relationship with CMLL is not precluding the AAA tag titles from being bundled in to yeah. these other titles. Um, I mean, we so saw FTR I th- on Wednesday. Awesome. They had all three sets of their titles with them. They did. Yeah, they did. And I think that's pretty great. Um, it would have been interesting, though, to, to 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 have that match happen as the main event of All Out with each team with two sets of belts, you know? There's a certain oh, yeah, symmetry sure. to that that's mm-hmm. that's that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, you know, all the belts on FTR, I won't complain about it. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, though. You know, whether they're going to do this as the main event all out. Are they going to wait till full gear? I don't know. I guess maybe it depends when Punk's going to be back. If they have an idea that Punk is going to be back in a couple months, hey, sure, Punk versus Mox all out, and then we'll wait to do FTR and Young Bucks at full gear. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to want to load everything into into all out, how much it matters that something main events to that level. A lot of decisions to be made. For uh, for Tony Khan there, but uh, but yeah, no, that's a FTR they're having I me mean, right now. We're you know over midway through the year. You got to think that they're right now. You know, if you're going to take maybe if you take Viano Four out of it, Wrestler of the Year for FTR. I mean, Viano Four is has built a strong case for Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> you're, you're, I still need to go back and watch that last trip. Me too. Maybe. Apparently, yeah. it's spectacular. I mean, right now, Wrestler of the Year for me are FTR, uh, Viano Four, mm-hmm. Mike Bailey. Mm-hmm. Unless oh, I'm forgetting Speedball's somebody. Had a hell of a year. Yeah, has had a hell of a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's kind of good. This is like FTR's like, this is like Adam Cole's 2019 for FTR. Yeah, you this know? is their run, their, their run of a lifetime. It's yeah. their run of a lifetime. You're absolutely right. Because uh, next year they're going to go back to WWE. 
and put on those clown costumes. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'd maybe, be maybe, really hard know. for us to think that at this point they would. But I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess you never know. I mean, if they if they back up the Brinks truck, and you know, literally what they're doing is basically accomplishing everything they can outside of WWE, and they're doing it in the span of one year, pre- pretty much. Especially if and when they beat the Young Bucks for those AEW or for the uh, yeah AEW tag titles, um, like what uh, they've accomplished everything. Yeah, and he, like everything they, they could probably do, save for holding the WB tag titles at the same time, which isn't going to happen. But yeah, um, that's true. Like, but the, the thing is also like there are also a lot of teams that they haven't. Oh, totally, they, totally. Because it's a massive world out there outside really of is. WWE. Really so is. I could see them holding off at least a couple more years past whatever their contract is now. Because isn't their contract supposed to be up like next year or something like that, or something like that, something like that. Um, I I could see there, there's there's a lot. I mean, they could have a three year run. In New Japan, you know, yeah, it's like, it's yeah, they, they have the titles right now, but I'm talking about a run, you know? Yeah, yeah. They could still Doing do a lot of stuff. Matches against Dangerous Techers, Grills of mm, Destiny. Yeah. And we haven't gotten Goto and Yoshihashi versus FTR yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could honestly, like, I think depending on how this Vince investigation is going to pan out, I think a lot of people might be thinking, okay, see how this works out. Let's see who a year from now, two years from now, Who's at the top and creative, and and we'll see we'll how see. they're treating people. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, and also, uh, this Young Bucks FTR match will be the rubber match between them. Mm-hmm, yeah. Each got one win over, over each other. So, uh, you know, if it's for all the belts, it's, it's worthy of the main event of a pay per view. Oh, I agree. FTR is totally going to win. By yeah, the as way, as they should, as yeah, they should, absolutely to cap off that year. Oh my god, give them all the belts. Yeah, all the belts. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk SummerSlam. FTR is not going to be there, but we had, we had thoughts that maybe John Cena would be there, given all the crap that Theory has been talking about John Cena of late, and and you know we figured they'd be building to a match between the two of them at SummerSlam, especially when we had this uh, 20th anniversary celebration edition of Raw for Cena, and they had a segment together, but it was kind of short, and you know Theory talked a little bit of crap, but it wasn't like hey, there's a ton of heat here. Um, so in the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer reports that that particular bout doesn't seem to be happening later this month. This is what Dave had to say, quote, at one point, the idea was John Cena versus Theory, and there was a tease on television this week. However, Cena is not announced for any future TV dates, and given how many tickets he moved in Laredo, if he was announced for a show, he'd move more tickets right now than anyone except Dwayne Johnson. So it makes no sense not to advertise him. But they wouldn't do such a match without more of an angle. So the match, which is clearly a direction, may also be delayed for WrestleMania. And that's kind of what we had talked about after Raw. Just because, yeah, they had a segment. But it wasn't such a, a strong segment that it seemed like it was necessarily pushing towards SummerSlam. Yeah. There's, I, I, I know, I think that we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because Money in the Bank is literally Saturday. That's kind of a big deal. And he's got that big Lashley match. I, I just sort of want to. I for me, I'm just going to wait, see what happens on Raw. Then uh, two nights later, um, Raw's numbers were pretty outstanding as far as Raw is concerned. I mean, it still missed two million uh, total viewership, but my my goodness, the uh, the, the the demo rating was 0. .54. Oh, that's it, good. It it just narrowly missed two million. It was one point nine eight six, which is the best number for a long time. I don't remember mm. the last time it got mm. to that. Um, so you got to think maybe they look at that and they're like, ah, well, I understandably if he's got a scheduling thing, 
then you don't want to do it. But if, it, if there was anything beyond that, if he was able to do it and they're like, ah, we want to push it, maybe that'll convince them. Maybe we should do it now. Um, I'll say this. As far as scheduling, there has been times where we've had a, a, a second-tier pay-per-view match booked and they already announced like a high-profile match for somebody at the following major pay-per-view. It's happened before mm-hmm, yeah. where it makes the, the match that's about to happen or, or it'll happen on TV or something, a title match of some sort. Or it makes it plainly obvious who's going to win that match because they're going to have this high-profile match down the road at the pay-per-view. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Many, my, if this is like, you know, Backlash or Great Balls of Fire or something, yeah. But this is Lashley, and it's money in the bank. I mean, I know I think that Theory's probably going to win this and everything. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying maybe they want to, you know, or maybe they're just not going to do it. I don't know. But uh, we'll find out soon enough. I, I would I would suspect no later than Monday. I mean, if uh, if Theory comes out on Monday and just starts ranting about John Cena, then you got to figure they're going to do that. Um, but uh, but we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, let's talk Io Shirai. We haven't seen her on NXT for there's a, there's a segue and a joke we're missing here about that we haven't seen Io Shirai, John Cena. We shall see. Can't see him. So just yeah. you, guys, you guys can put that segue together. Yeah, put it together. It's Friday. It's Friday. So we haven't yeah. seen EO. We have to bring our best for impact tonight, man. We do. So I'm coasting this show. Um, <laughs> and according to Dave Melser, it's possible that we won't see her in 2.0 ever again. That's what he's reporting. Quote, EO Shirai has not signed her newest contract offer. She'll be a free agent next month if she doesn't sign her new deal. She had told people in Japan that when her contract was up, she wanted to return to Japan and be closer with her family, unlike with Kyrie Sane, who had to wait until the end of her contract because she left mid-contract and agreed to work as a WB rep in Japan so she can move back home. Shirai would be free and clear. Wow. is Was Io Shirai, uh, was she married? Is she married or engaged to evil? Who was engaged well, to evil? Yeah, it's evil. Okay. It was Io Shirai, right? Uh-huh. Was somebody, okay. Well, that's cool. She's gonna join House of Torture. Oh wow, that'd be that would else. actually be awesome. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'll be honest, that would actually be something. That would I be pretty see. cool. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it what a dropped ball this would be. I mean, it's already been. Let's be honest. She should have been in NXT for like a cup of coffee, and yep. then moved to main roster. She's terrific. She's one of the best wrestlers on the roster, um, and uh, and to see her just do NXT. Uh, and then never on main roster was kind of stupid. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. If she decides to stay with WWE uh, under the idea that then she'll move to main roster, that'd be cool because I want to keep on watching Yo Shirai. I'm not sure. I, I just don't have a lot of time in my schedule uh, to, to keep up with, you know, if she goes to stardom or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but she's terrific. She's absolutely awesome. And, you know, whatever she wants to do is great. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, Steve, you want to talk impact? Yeah, man, let's talk impact. Uh, of course, against all odds, tonight, 5, 5, 5 p.m. Pacific? 5 p.m., yeah. I think that that there's two pre-show matches, but I don't think we're going to okay. worry about that unless we want to start at four. Were those? No, I don't. Um, were those? You don't want to see the dot combat match? Oh, that's one of them? What's the other yeah. one? Uh, I don't know. Is it uh, the influence? Uh, the influence match? No, that's on the main card. I think that's on the yeah, main card. That's on the main card. So the other uh, pre-show match is Taurus versus Laredo Kid. Hey, that'll be a good match. It'll be really good. But we don't need to put that in the dot combat match. <laughs> that's stupid. I would. Not, I don't want to go up or down in predictions based on a dot combat match. I'm sure. All right, fair enough. Rich Swan's going to win that anyways. So, anyways, uh, yeah, let's you talk. Do our yeah, not official, non-binding. Yeah, we'll just you know, it's always for, it's uh, always look, it's always good just to see where we're coming from, just mm-hmm. see what we're thinking about these matches, just so we can mm-hmm. talk about Impact Wrestling before mm-hmm. we go into our full recap. So, what match do you want to predict first, Lars? Let's do uh, America's Most Wanted, Good Brothers and Heath taking on Honor No More. So, uh, uh, America's Most Wanted, Heath and Good Brothers got the stand tall math. Uh, Chris Harris, who apparently is not supposed to wrestle anymore, yeah, kind of like period, says no, I ought to do this match. Um, so Honor No More's got to win something, and I feel like this is one of those things. I I have way too many confidence points, but I feel I got five on Honor No More. One, how many? There's eight matches. Yeah, uh, you've got how much on Honor No More? Five. You got five. Let's see here. I've got. Uh, I'd I'd put probably maybe yeah five sounds good. Let's see because I feel like Honor No More wins this, and then they challenge Good Brothers to the tag title match. Good Brothers beat them. Yeah, no. Here's the thing: so they can go one of two ways, obviously, with this. Chris Harris could get some big moment that like helps his redemption story because now he's you know he's in in good shape and he went down a dark path at some point in the in the past, Um, or they could actually get some heat on Honor No More by kind of destroying Chris Harris, which is what they should do. And I think that's what they're going to do. Or there's this. I'll toss this out there. Because uh, uh, the Good Brothers and America's Most Wanted made a pitch to PCO to ditch Honor No More and join with them. Yeah, he could turn on them, huh? PCO could leave Honor No More. Oh, man. You might be right about that. Oof. Yeah. All right, you can go five on this. I'll go two. All right, very well. <laughs> Depends on show placement. Get into uh, an early hole. 
<laughs> there we go. Uh, then we got the Clockwork Orange House of Fun match, Sammy Callahan versus Moose. kind of think Moose has to win this one, Oh, Moose one, is right? winning this one. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll do a rubber match, which will be, I don't know, what's another weird uh, impact? Beat the clock challenge. Yeah, yeah, there you go. No, how how great was a Raven uh, a bit? Oh, Raven's always playground. great, man. That was awesome. <laughs> He's so awesome. He was in. The, he had a big old smile on his face when he was on like the uh, whatever the, the carousel, oh, the little carousel was. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. Moose has got to win this. I pro. I'll probably have like five or six confidence points. Yeah, on this I got one. four on 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 him right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the knockouts title match: Jordan Grace versus Tasha Steeles. I mean, Jordan just won this at the last show about yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, she ain't losing this the yeah. belt here. I'd have probably seven on this one. I got six on Jordan Grace. Next, okay. this one I'm not sure about. So you got Mia Yim and Mickey James uh, tagging against Chelsea Green and Deanna Parazzo. I'm leaning Mia and Mickey. So they're going to continue this feud here because Mickey and Chelsea Green are fighting at the Southern whatever the thing they're Oh, hostility, yeah. Southern hostility, yeah. So they're going to keep this going. Which makes me, th- I mean, that doesn't really mean anything, honestly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe that means that Mickey James is not going to get her big victory here and that that'll continue uh, because I feel like for her, yeah, I, I don't know. I I might go small on Chelsea and Deanna, but I got to think about it a little bit. Yeah. Between yeah, now and five. I know. Think about that one quite a bit. Next, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey defending the X Division title against Trey Miguel. I feel like Bailey, he just won this belt. He's winning this one. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's Seven gonna hold on to that points. title. Yeah, I'd probably have six on that one. Yeah. Uh, this one's tough. So we got Rosemary and Taya versus the influence. Of course, uh, Giselle Shaw uh, beat Rosemary and Impact last night. She's gonna take Madison Rain's spot. Um, and if that was it, I'd probably say, okay, Rosemary and Taya got this. But then later on the show, Rosemary summon Sinister Minister James Mitchell. Mm-hmm, yeah. She wants to know where Havoc's at. Yeah. Because Havoc hasn't been seen. Of course, that's her former tag partner. Mm-hmm. Now, is Havoc going to make an appearance at this show? And maybe she's upset that Rosemary's already moved on, started teaming with Taya, and cost them the titles. I get the feeling that just because, like, Rosemary and Taya just got these titles, Havoc's going to show up and be on their team. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd get some, I'd have decent, I'd have like, I don't know, three or four, probably four confidence points on Rosemary and Taya here. I'm going to have one on this match because I don't know. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus Ace Austin and Chris Bay. I really want Bullet Club to win. Yeah, we Ace got, Austin. Yeah, he's not losing any. Chris Bay might. I mean, if any, he might eat the pin. Yeah, here. he just ate the pin, pin last night, Trey Miguel. Yeah. Um, we, we got no go-home after this last night whatsoever. Well, Chris Saban won his match against Kazarian. Yeah, Ace Austin won his Ace match against Alex match, Zane. But then Chris Chris Bay ate the pin in the uh, opening four-way bout. So, and Alex Shelley did nothing. I think this is. I think. I think they're going to give the win to the future of wrestling man, Ace Austin and Chris Bay. Mm-hmm. That's where I'd go with this. Yeah, that's where I'm going right now. Two confidence points, not a whole lot. <laughs> Could go either way. Two fucking uh, main event: Josh Alexander versus Fuse Cowboy Joe Doring. It's Josh Alexander. Eight. 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 Joe Doring, uh, Confused Cowboy is not lost, I don't think, uh, in a singles in action. In impact, nope. In impact. Nope. So this is, they've built this up to be a pretty big deal for this level pay-per-view anyways. But, mm-hmm. yeah, no, as much as I would love, dude, I would die. I would love if Confused Cowboy won that impact That'd title. Else. That'd be amazing. That would be something else. Yeah. All right, let's talk impact then. 
Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I thought as far as being a go home to a minor pay-per-view, uh, sure. That was good stuff. Um, I don't know what even happened here. We had a Josh, I guess for the main event, we just had like a video package interview type thing. Um, I, the, the highlight I guess was Raven's promo. <laughs> Raven was on. A yeah, playground. that was really cool. He was on a play. Well, there was a cool X division match. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark contender. That was really good. That was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Bay, Trey Miguel Laredo, kid, Steve Macklin. That was cool. I like I like that the new thing is like Steve Macklin keeps on getting rotted off the apron, mm-hmm. like they say, oh they did it again because it's a really mm-hmm. cool this is a cool spot. It is a cool spot. Yeah. Um. I, I don't I, I don't know why Chris Harris. Granted, I'm not too familiar with his work in years past, but it sure. seems pretty clear that like he's been told don't wrestle anymore. <laughs> don't wrestle anymore. Yeah. But he's you know this is this you is such a. This is such a loser's group. I don't know why the Good Brothers are dealing with this. I really don't. They're kind of, I'm not even that huge of a fan of the Good Brothers. They're bigger than this. Like, Heath shows up, and it's like, you know, James Storm is literally just telling his dude, dude, don't wrestle. I'm going to wrestle. Okay, we're the five. I don't know. I, I, I have no confidence in this group. You might be right. PCO might turn. But that doesn't even mean that that team has to win. That yeah, no, it could <laughs> he, be. It he could might be, just could, leave. He's crazy. Like, what is he gonna do? Yeah, he might just walk out, and then Honor No More still win. Because it seems like the whole point of the story is for uh, uh, Honor No More to get a tag title shot against Good Brothers. Mm-hmm, yeah, and if yeah. they beat him here, they, it yeah, justifies they, that. They got to get that. Yeah, yeah. For so the anyways, August show. Um, yeah, Storm and Harris are talking to the Good Brothers. Anderson's like, uh, oh, he's they got a plan. Uh, uh, Storm, James Storm has a plan, mm-hmm. and we don't know what it is quite. And, he's, and Carl Anderson's like, "This is a bad idea." It's like, "Yeah, it is." He's like, "But it's the idea. This is the, this is a good idea." They all walk up to PCO, and they're like, "Hey, PCO, Frankenstein, join us at Against All Odds because Honor No More or crap." And then before he can say anything, I mean, it's a strong pitch, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Who actually wants to be with Honor No More? Uh, Vincent steps in. And he says, "Hey, man." We're taking you guys on tonight. I revived PCO to be with us. He's on or no more. And then, uh, yeah, so then he leaves. After that. And that match happened later, yeah. Then yeah. we had this really great uh, four-way match. Chris Bay, Trey Miguel, Laredo Kid, Steve Macklin. It was a lot of fun, as you'd expect. Uh, Trey Miguel ends up getting the win after pinning Chris Bay with a Meteor. He's facing Speedball mm-hmm. at, uh, at Against All Odds. Yep, that's going to be another terrific match between these two. Uh, yep. After that, we had a promo Raven hanging out in a, a children's playground, talking about uh, you know when I when I was a kid, I thought that being a kid was terrible, so I came up with a match. <laughs> it's a Clockwork Orange, which relates nothing to the Clockwork Orange movie or book. No, no. Um, but it's it sounds cool and it's a it's a cool cult. I don't know if it's a cult movie, but kind of a cult movie. Uh, House of Fun match video. We got the, the whole thing with him doing stuff. It was, it was, and it was nice to kind of highlight the history of the bout because it's something that's been done. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really cool. And Raven's awesome. He should be on TV more. Yeah, even Raven if it's just at AEW eating popcorn like that one time. Oh, that was so great. So great. Everybody was like, "Is he the 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 uh, exalted one?" Yeah. <laughs> no, Huge fans of Raven here. I'm just eating popcorn. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's a little, little Easter egg. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. Uh, then we got Giselle Shaw versus Rosemary. Of course, Giselle Shaw was pitching uh, the idea of her joining up with the influence since Madison Rain is out with the busted nose. So the influence uh, come out to commentary for this match. Down towards the finish, influence get up from commentary. Tennille pushes Taya, uh, who came with Rosemary, to the ring, uh, into the ring post. This distracts Rosemary while she's set up for a spear. She turns around, looks for a spear, 
and ends up running into a knee from Shaw. Ooh, yeah, it was a uh, vicious-looking knee, too. It was. It, it was. Giselle, yeah. Giselle gets the win, and afterwards, uh, the influence uh, raised uh, Giselle Shaw's arm, so at least uh, she's at least in her probationary period member of the influence. She's like the Sami Zayn of the influence. Yeah, honorary influence. Honorary influence, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Mickey James interview. She's like, you know, the reality is I've beaten Deanna Prazo over and over and over again. The only time Chelsea's ever had an advantage on me was because of Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. And then uh, Chelsea and Deanna step in, and Chelsea's like, hey, Mickey, um, you never mentioned your tag partner. You always, you only, only care about yourself. Deanna says, not only are we a tag team, we're also best friends. And uh, you got to start thinking about somebody other than yourself, Mickey. And Mickey's like, yeah, I've got a, I've got a bad habit of always fighting my own battles, no matter the cost. And then she just, she sucker punches Chelsea and she tries to take out Deanna, but they kind of get the upper hand. Then Mia Yim steps in and she fends them off and helps out Mickey. And they're sort of like, hey, dude, thanks, appreciate that. You, mm-hmm. you're, you're good. Yep. So yeah, they end up becoming team now. Yep, they're team now. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So then uh, then we get Rosemary and Taya backstage, and Taya is holding a bag of some sort. And Rosemary's going through it, trying to find something. Eventually she finds a ring on a gold chain, and she uses it to summon the sinister minister, James Mitchell. That dude was and in the middle of a three-way. That's what he said, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's and dope. so uh, she says, I got one question for you. Where's Havoc? And Mitchell first says, I don't know. Rosemary presses some more, and he's like, I've seen her wandering around the darkness somewhere. And Rosemary says, I got a message for her. All hands on deck. And Mitchell says, well, I don't know if she wants to come back to this world, but I'll pass the message along. So I don't know if she wants to stop playing Fallout on her Twitch channel. But I'll let her know. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Savannah Evans versus Jordan Grace, of course, with Savannah Evans, former uh, champion uh, Tasha Steeles. Uh, and, of course, she's trying to get involved in all this business. But Jordan Grace ends up getting that win with a very impressive-looking muscle buster on Savannah yeah. Evans. That was right. What a great move with muscle busters. Oh, it's terrific. It's an awesome move. Uh, then we get a Joe Doring video package highlighting his career, showing off some of his, his accolades. This was former, rad. Uh, this was awesome. crown. Winner in all Japan pro wrestling. It's great. This guy great. would have been he would have been a freaking household name if this was like the early nineties. He's like mm-hmm. this such an early nineties, you know. He really is. Big dude from America goes to Japan and dominates guy. Oh man. Uh after that we had a Josh Alexander video package. Um, where he does like a bunch of uh, like he just like an interview thing, right? I'll be honest. Yes, yeah, let's sit down. It's a sit down interview. Yeah, kind of just fast forward through this because I don't think was there any revelation here in this interview, Lars? No, it was just him talking about. Uh, so apparently they didn't show it on the show, but after Slammiversary ended, Diener and Doring come down to beat him up after he beat Eric Young, and it's again this idea that 
well, did they do that in their own accord, or did Eric Young tell them to go do it? And no one's seen Eric Young since Slammiversary, and Josh Alexander just says, you know, I I, I got to focus on on Joe Doring to get through this match because he's like my toughest challenge. But at the same time, you got to wonder, is Eric Young going to show up again? So is this going to be some beef between Violent by Design, or is this some some plan that's being hatched by Eric Young? You know, I have a plan. Josh Alexander, they they always do these talky segments with him. Yeah, talking weapon, not the walking weapon. Talking weapon. Oh, look at look at that. That's I good. Like that. I thought about that like two minutes ago, and I was like, oh, I got a good one here. I got a good one. Get this. Did you guys. write it down, or do you just keep it in the keep it in your in your uh, mind? Up here in the my sharp mind, of course. Anyways. What are we talking about? Impact? Uh, after that, I we thought, had... Uh, no, we moved on to NXT UK already. Oh, JD McDonough. Perfect. Uh, Vincent and PCO versus the Good Brothers. Uh, this is a mess. So the Good Brothers look for a magic <laughs> killer on Vincent. PCO breaks why, it up. I don't know why I put Vincent pisses Swanton. <laughs> Vincent, I like that. Vincent pisses Swanton. Vincent misses a Swanton. Carl Anderson gets a backwoods for the win here. Honor No More then come out and attack. James Storm joins the brawl. Honor No More get the upper hand, and then poor Chris Harris hits the ring, and they just start laughing. <laughs> they, they don't. He's like, "Whoa, everybody!" Make fun of him, and then and then they just start making fun of him. It's the rudest thing I've ever it really seen. Is. And then and then to make matters worse, Heath comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a one man band. And then uh, he hands Harris. They've got like he's got like a, a baton, and mm-hmm. he gives Harris a baton, and they start like doing this thing with it. You know, hey sucker, we're gonna get you. Yeah. And then uh, then they beat down Honor No More, and uh, the last dude in the ring there is Taven. He's like, okay guys, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> and then he just eats all sorts of finishing moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a mess. It was a mess. So we're backstage with Good Brothers, James Storm, Heath, and and Chris Harris, and and Heath is like, yeah. I'm going to join with you guys. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for Rhino. I'm the fourth member. And then Chris Harris, and they're all cheering and happy. And then Chris Harris says, yeah, and I'm number five, and everybody's cheering and happy except James Storm. And James Storm says, no, you're not supposed to do this. My understanding is you're not supposed to wrestle anymore, Chris Harris. And Chris Harris says, what? I'm in great condition. Uh, My family says I can't do this. You say I can't do this. They say I got to move on, but I can't move on until I finish this. And then James Storm relents and says, all right. We came in together. We're going to go out together. Maybe James Storm will turn on his own team. Be like, you're Maybe. not supposed to be doing this, man. This is for your own good. Could I don't be. know. Yeah. He, he should have just been like, bro, they just made fun of you out there. <laughs> like, like they just started laughing at you. I know. Uh, anyways, after that, we had a terrific match. Ace Austin versus Alex Zane. Former buddies. Former, you know, traveling down the road together guys. And, uh, you know, now Ace Austin is too sweet. So, uh, yeah, Ace Austin gets his gets the win here with Fold. With some help from Chris Bay. Yeah. Grabs his Grabbing Alex Zane's foot to try to get back in the ring. Austin hits the Fold. Then we got our main event, uh, the future, Frankie Kazarian versus the future, Chris Saban. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a match for the future of wrestling. We found out who the actual future of wrestling is, is a 40-year-old named Chris Saban from Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, Chris Saban got the win. Yeah, yeah. This is a really good match. This is a, was a really match. good match. It is still shocking how quick these guys are at their advanced age of mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they look terrific. They're they're just absolutely phenomenal wrestlers. 
Saban gets the win here with a cradle shock, but there was all sorts of false finishes and shit. Everybody got their shit in, and it was yeah, a it was really great. terrific match. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk NXT UK. Uh, of course, this one was was main evented by uh, a Trent Seven promo, mm-hmm. kind of explaining his actions, and it's not exactly new territory mm-hmm. um, that he kind of explored here. But it's Trent Seven. He's 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 all charm. He's great. You know, he's, he's wearing the the blazer with the shorts, the short short, and the thing. glasses. He had some glasses on. And the glasses. He had a PowerPoint presentation. But his the- his central thesis was Tyler changed. I didn't. I never lost my killer edge. Tyler did the namaste in the om. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not he's not down with the Zen stuff, man. Mm-mm. He's not about it. Nope. Uh, so that was his his main promo. We'll talk about that more in depth. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't know. I there's kind of a problem with these excursions, Larson. I feel like more often than not, it just sort of derails what's going on in UK. Like we talked about this a little bit last week. Briggs and Jensen come in, get the tag titles, and then they leave. We see the the NXT UK tag titles now in NXT as opposed to them doing a stint there and then dropping them. Well, I'm sure they will do a stint there and then drop them. However, that stint is all pre-filmed. It's part yeah, of your take. It's, yeah, it's, and it's, it'll play yeah. out of the course of the week. And then while they're tag chance, before they drop them in, in, in UK, they're going to have them on NXT 2.0, which I don't think is a terrible idea because... It might intrigue people. Oh, I like Briggs and Jensen. They're on uh, NXT UK. Maybe I'll go check it out. I get the idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I I don't know if that's like the idea that they have in mind. I think they're just like, hey, we need to get like we need to we need to sap NXT UK of some cool shit. Put it on the NXT guys for some so they can be kind of cool. Well, another thing you gotta keep in mind though is that in terms of the the the, the pecking order. I know. I this was my NXT point last UK. Week. I get it is below 2.0. I know. So while you might be a rookie in 2.0, in terms of like, think of it like minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. 2.0 is like AAA. NXT UK is maybe, maybe AA, maybe even single A. The, the bottom so, line is this. What makes for a better product? Now, when they bring in excursions and, and they have the NXT kids mingle with the NXT UK, I don't think that inherently like lessens NXT UK's product. You could make the case because it's 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 spots that could be used for UK talent in those spots, but I'm fine with it. It shows a shared universe and I'm cool with that. But we also had last night Fallon Henley taking on Amelia McKenzie. Now I'm 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 sure they're telling a story here with Amelia McKenzie. But if you talk about deflating a crowd, everybody knows that Millie McKenzie has like a history going back, I don't know, five years or so of being a damn good pro wrestler, even at her mm-hmm. really young age. Fallon Henley is new. She's not as nearly as good a wrestler as Millie McKenzie. Millie McKenzie, oh, that, that entire crowd knows Millie from before NXT UK. Yeah, of course. So Fallon comes in and beats Millie McKenzie. And yes, we have some story beats with Millie where she's starting to do some heel stuff. Well, the, and the whole time commentary is talking about how Amelia has, has, has not been able to find since being in NXT UK her killer instinct. They even referenced her wrestling on the indies mm-hmm. Yeah, over there. Yeah, but It says since she's been here, she has not been able to find that killer instinct. And then throughout the match, that was starting to come up. And then what happened was rather than go for the finish, she just kept on doing the same thing over and over again. Again, find the killer instinct and know what the next thing to do. So I... 
I understand your point, and I understand the point about the, the fans maybe being a bit deflated about the outcome. So long as they're using those on excursion to tell stories and hopefully advance characters, I don't mind if they lose. Doesn't bother me. Not like that's not like Millie McKenzie's been winning a ton of matches as it was, anyways. No, which is another problem, anyways. And again, if they're telling a story, great, but it does feel like shoehorning NXT kids into NXT UK derails the product. A little bit. I'm not into it. D Familia should have won last week, anyways. Oh, and they'll get them off. They'll get them off Briggs and Jensen when they drop them. I hope so. Uh, opened up with Blair Davenport versus Angel Hayes. Blair Davenport's first match, B Priestley, uh, in, since she was injured in her match against, I think it was Mako Satamora, this mm-hmm. title match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davenport gets the win here with Falconer. It was a pretty long match, so Angel Hayes got plenty of stuff in. Uh, she gets on the mic afterwards, says, I'm back, and I'm here to crush all of your hope. And the so she's going like, after Amel. Uh, what's that? She's going after Amel then next, I would guess. Uh, Amel's yeah. the French hope. Oh, there you go then. Yeah. That's her that's her nickname. And the crowd was like, Oh, I thought you were here. I thought you were gonna be thought you were gonna give us hope, but you're just gonna crush them. Crush. So no. Uh then we got Kenny Williams, he's in Sid Scala's office, and then Kenny says, Oh, I finally figured out who the masked man is. I know who it is. And uh Sid says, Well, that's why you're here, because you got a match against uh at the request of your opponent next week and in walks Tiger Turn. And Kenny says, I'm gonna beat you. I'm going to take your mask off and reveal who you are. And he's about to leave. He says, but right now you could stay here and clean up, you know, because he's got his papers plastered. Dude, he, straight, he said who he was. He said, I'm going to tell, I'm going to show everybody that you're Amir Jordan. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was weird. Why aren't that you going to, why don't you wait on, like, why don't you do the reveal? Yeah, that's strange. Because Turin didn't say anything. He was like, <laughs> I was like, that's the weirdest thing. I was like, why did he just say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, after that, we had Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels walking into the UK PC. Uh, they walk up, and Mark Coffey's doing some training. I love I love all the PC stuff here. Oh, it's It's, it's funny, too, because I, when I looked up, like, two weeks ago, I was like, I was like, okay, I know that it's Amir Jordan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder what internet says. And so I looked up Tiger Turn, and it just said, and, like, I looked up who is Tiger Turn, and then it was like one of those quick question, quick answers on Google. It says Tiger turned as Amir Jordan. Oh, I thought you were saying a link to uh, to Amir Jordan's uh, Wikipedia page or something like that. No, no, it was just one of those things where you can get a fast question and answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, spoiler alert, please. Anyway, so Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels walk into the UKPC. They walk up as Mark Coffey's doing his training. Mark says that you're a bunch of. Ch-. I didn't. I didn't. I missed so much of this because like I, there was just so much like yelling and stuff going on. So uh, Noam Dar says, I didn't have to cheat to beat Mark, Wolfgang, or Joe, all of Gallus, and I ran Joe out of town. And Mark says, the only reason you won is because Shaw was ringside. He says, I guarantee if he's not ringside, I beat you for that Heritage Cup. Shaw says, I'll take that 101 on coffee, and I'll even use my own money, and then a bunch of Performance Center recruits come over and start, start like, placing bets. Start yeah. placing bets, yeah. Well, that's yeah, going to, it funny. always backfires on Shaw Samuels. It's awesome. It's pretty great. Uh, then we got Amelia McKenzie versus Fallon Henley. Uh, at one point during the match, mentioned it, uh, Fallon tweaks her knee. Amelia goes right after it, hits some shin breakers, but she keeps going for the same move over and over and over again rather than moving on. Fallon reverses a shin breaker to roll up to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we got an Oliver Carter interview. Uh, he's asked, has he been checking in on Ashton Smith? He says, yeah. D Familia walk in. And then Tail Man says, oh, you're all by yourself. 
you need a family. And Charlie Dempsey says it's a dangerous place out there. And Raja tells him, we have your back. And Tailman offers him a spot in Familia. They're so close. They just they just get up in his business. I know. It's not a great recruitment strategy. Mm-mm. People Mm-mm. don't like it's these days. You just back up a little bit. Space, please. Yeah, so what do you think? You think he's going to join or no? No, of course not. You know, if I took one look at that, I'd say, look, how about this? Let's negotiate. I'll join. However, when we do one of your apartment videos. Fully catered. Fully catered. I want the best fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Saray interview at the uh, little performance center gym right there. And uh, she's like, yeah, my debut felt good. And then those assholes, Zaya uh, Brookside and Eliza Alexander, walk up to her. And Eliza's like, hey, you thinking about sticking around here? And they're just like thinking about sticking it to her. And then Mako and Amelia step in. And uh, they're like, you got to play by our rules. And Mako says, you guys talk too much. If you want to step in the ring with me and Saray, we're going to teach you guys a lesson. And then she goes to doing some squats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Shaw Samuels versus Wolfgang. This is a fun match. Uh, early on, Wolfgang hurts his shoulder. Shaw's is working it. Um, at one point, Wolfgang starts to come back. He's looking for a slam. His shoulder gives out. Uh, yeah. Later on, he goes with the top rope. Noam Dar gets on the apron to distract him. And so uh, Wolfgang eventually tries for like a double axe handle. Shaw reverses that to a spine buster, gets a two. Uh, Wolfgang later hits a spear, but he's, his arm's too busted up. He's slow to cover. Mm-hmm. Shaw eventually crawls to the apron. He drapes Wolfgang's arm over the top rope. He goes to the top rope looking for a frog splash. Wolfgang gets his knees up. He hits some of his stuff. Spear to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear, Wolfgang has the best spear. Yeah, he does. And the way he does like the twisting fun splash, mm-hmm. yeah. he almost does like a, a senton on somebody yeah. rather than a, a, a crossbody. Great. Oh, it's awesome. Great. No, he's terrific, man. He's terrific. And then we had our main event segment. It was Trent Seven and his promo. He comes out and uh, he's like, hello, I'm going to use visual aids to show why I attacked Tyler. He throws to the screen as a still of him with his arm just deep up in Tyler's freaking front area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, look at that. He said, it's the best low blow ever. And more importantly than that, it represents a turning point. It's the most important moment in British sports. Now, Larson, there's been a lot of huge moments in British sports. Usually they involve football. Mm-hmm. But he's claiming that this low blow is actually bigger than any of those moments. Uh, he says, uh, and the fans are like, no, it's not. And he's like, oh, you know it is. You know it is. Because the truth is this place was dead. The studio at Ghost Town. And now look at all of you here now. Because it is. They pack, they're starting to pack the BT Sports ring a little bit more. Um, and he says, uh, he says, look at all you here now. He says, you're all here now because Trent Seven's on top. He says, this is where I like to be, right at the top, the center of attention. Crowd starts chanting for Tyler. And he says, oh, he's done. He says, I'm the center of attention now. He says, we were the center of attention as British Strong Style and Mustache Mountain. He's promoters begging us to be on their shows. He says, that's why it wasn't me that changed. It was Tyler. I never lost my killer instinct. I knew I had to do whatever it took to win. But Tyler lost his nerve. The will to win is gone, and it's it's lost in all the um and all the namaste. And he says, Tyler knows he's not coming back to NXT UK uh, uh, to fight me. And uh, he said he's lost his uh, fighting spirit. He's a little weak boy. <laughs> and he says, I'm NXT UK. 
I'm British Strong Style. I'm Mustache Mountain. And then uh, he starts to leave. And sort of at the corner behind the barrier is one of the fans. All the fans are giving Trent shit. Well, there's one mm-hmm. in particular. And he's, like, talking shit. And they're talking shit back and forth. And Tyler's, or Trent's really focusing on this guy. Well, the fan then jumps the barricade. Security comes and holds him back. And Trent's like, oh, look at you. Look at you. And then, ba Big yeah. kick to the nuts of that fan. Right in the front area, yep. And the refs come out and they escort Trent backstage. You knew it was planned because when the the, the fan jumped the barricade, he didn't get the shit kicked out of him right away. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what yeah. usually happens. That's when a, a, yeah, a, a, it would have been a, a lot more awkward and messy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I give it up to them, man. I love the, those staged moments. And the fans were really into this stuff, too. Yeah. I, there's something, there's still, I don't know if it's sort of like the, the sort of very, I don't know, sort of sanitary atmosphere of BT Sports Arena, but there's still, or maybe it's they need to pack more people in, but there's something a little bit missing about, remember how like just ruckus the crowd used to be, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, what what do you think it is that might be missing? It feels like a TV show, but not a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe, okay. How do you, how do you remedy that? <laughs> You, you get it out of a television studio into a wrestling venue. There's an atmosphere when you have, and, I, I, and I'm not saying this is the fan's fault. I think part of it is how the show is produced and, and you know, they can pump out, pump in all the audio they want either during the show or in post to get the reactions from the crowd that they want, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And I think for me, based, it's, it's the aesthetic of the studio, the production of the show, and the fact that I it's entirely possible that the, the, the crowd response has been manipulated in post. That makes it feel more like a television production as opposed to you go to a, a, a wrestling venue. And sure, I guess they could add noise in post and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. the atmosphere is different. Mm-hmm. Reactions just kind of seem and feel more organic, you know, because since they've moved shows to, to the studio, even with, now that they're putting people in there, you haven't seen stuff like if you hate Gibson, shoes off. Yeah. You don't see stuff like that there. Yeah. Whereas when they were having shows at actual wrestling venues, that stuff would happen just organically all the time. And that's you, missing. You know, you know, the you know, it might be simple thing. Hmm. Beer. <laughs> Which be. they have at wrestling venues. <laughs> you it's know, true. get the people in, a couple dark matches, a couple points, mm-hmm. and then there'll be a bit more ruckus but also but also dude you know there is something to be said about by and large the 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 brit wrestling scene was such an organic thing when it came up Mm -hmm. and the fans followed them into uk and especially because they were doing them at all those venues which they had probably been running venues Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether it was rev pro or progress or whatever had been running those venues Mm -hmm. before and so there wasn't a lot different about it now, you know, COVID stopped everything. They moved into the new place. They were doing empty arena stuff. It's like a restart. And then on top of that, you get like other people from like NXT come, 2.0 coming in. And and I don't think that's exclusively it. I'm not harping on that. Well, also, you got a lot of the, 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 the people from the first and second class of NXT UK that are gone. They're gone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That they had already developed a relationship with mm-hmm. and the crowd is starting to, they're starting to develop relationships with, you know, the, the new wave of people that are, that have been in since then. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no, that's a good point. You know, a lot of those people are gone that were there before. Um, yeah, but also, and then there's, also it's also here. just getting to the point now too, where a lot of the, the, the groups, especially that have been there from the beginning, mm-hmm. 
that have developed that rapport with fans. Now they're breaking them up. Mustache Mountain, no more. Gallus, as soon as Joe comes True. back, yeah. they're going to blow up. Yeah. Um, so even the stuff that feels familiar in NXT UK is changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, that's that. Uh, we've got a SmackDown and Royal Rampage tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, on SmackDown, we've got Raquel Rodriguez, Lacey Evans. Shotzi is going to fight. It's going to square off, according to the preview, against Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Asuka in a battle of the brands. So now Survivor Series is the second time. Oh, year. wow. Yeah. Wow. Twice yeah. a year now. Yeah, twice a year. Uh, also says here, the New Day look to repel the raid of the Viking Raiders. God, I hope they don't do that thing again where they put the PNGs up on this. On the they probably trunk. are. They're going to have the pyro with the lights up really bright so you can barely see it. You just hear the noise. Ugly. Uh, and then at Rampage, has Royal Rampage. So it's like the Royal Rumble. But it's like, you know, this, it was taped. So they still have the two rings up. And they yeah. Do, yeah. Oh, the rules are a little different. I read about them. So mm-hmm. there's going to be pe- like uh, people going to separate rings, and then the winners of those two rings will then wrestle. Isn't there like a red and blue thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, winner gets a shot. Does winner gets a shot of titles? Is that what this is? Yeah. Oh, and mocks. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Uh, we've also got the Young Bucks versus uh, Iroki Goto, and then uh, Nyla Rose. Oh. Well, and Yoshihashi. It's not a handicap match. It's not the there, was a, j- there was a joke. Oh, uh, you're trying to make you're you're trying to diminish the, the skills and reputation of Yoshihashi, I see. Well, no, it was a joke on Twitter. Somebody like scratched out Yoshihashi and was like, uh, Oh, the dream match everybody wants. Young Bucks gotcha. just go to. Uh and then Nyla Rose, or as uh, one of the TNT advertisements had Nyla Rosa versus Tony Storm. Some sort of raw gate conglomeration of Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa apparently was what TNT was aiming for. Twitter's got a lot of funny stuff on it. Sometimes. Anyways, Twitch chat, stick around. We will answer some of your questions if you want. We'll hang out for a bit. Thanks, everybody else, for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you're listening in the audio realm, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps boost the profile of Going In Raw. If you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notify bell so you always know when we go live or when we have new content out. And, uh, yeah, check out one of the videos. It's going to show up on the screen in a little bit here. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.